Hello, everyone, and welcome to Happy Hour. In the next 60 minutes, you'll get to meet just three of the many thousands of fascinating people who live in New Orleans, and you'll get to hear some live music. Actually, I think we're going to have some uh, recorded music today. At the end of the show, you might conclude that New Orleans is a great city where people love to talk, have fun, and enjoy great music. But you probably know that already. So let's get right on with doing nothing but enjoying the next 60 minutes of happy hour together. I'm Graham DePonte. I am sitting in for Grant Morris. And my guests today are Andrew Ward, the genius behind the voice of Wahiba, a collection of classic New Orleans funk and gospel songs translated into Urdu, the official language of Pakistan and India, and I understand the most spoken language on the globe. Is that correct? Definitely one of them. Andrew teaches at Tulane University. He's the founder of the International High School. He conducts ghost tours of the French Quarter. He's the high priest of New Orleans running of the bulls hallelujah the founder of the local saint andrew's day the polish mardi gras fantastyczne. for his newest venture you guys andrew's been here this is his fifth time and i think this may be a new venture he's doing something very fashionable launching a local socialist party the workers party of the crescent city andrew ward welcome to happy hour thank you thank you it's good to be back and to my right jill ensley an artist and writer primarily a painter and photographer who also dabbles in installation and sculpture Jill's paintings, sculptures, and photographs can be found in private collections across the country from New Orleans to Kansas and in public spaces in New York, California, Detroit, Atlanta, Baton Rouge, and Yanchu, China. Jill's current project is a photo essay book of her photojournalism trip to China entitled 26 Days, The People and Places of Made in China. What a great name. Jill describes herself as both an enigma and a hypocritical jerk, but then again, aren't we all? Those are Jill's words. Jill, it is an honor and a pleasure. Welcome to Happy Hour. And our music guest today is Nesby Phipps, New Orleans yeah. MC, composer, arranger, and music producer whose signature sophisticated beats and compositions can be heard in the music of, among others, Currency and Wiz Khalifa. Since 2009, Nesby has stepped out from behind the mixing board and up to the mic, mm -hmm. releasing a series of records called Fips Fips Tapes. Tapes. Yes, Fips Tapes. Mm -hmm. Got it. Nesby's Fips Tapes, his consistent touring in the Southeast, DJing and work in New York, keep him both a hip-hop industry insider and a popular performer. Nesby's latest release, his 17th? 0017th. Wow, it's called <laughs> Holly Grove Ain't Enough. Mm -hmm. What a pleasure to welcome Nesby Phipps to Happy Hour. Thank, Thank you for you. joining Happy us. Happy wow, what an awesome lineup we have today. I'm very excited. As I mentioned, Andrew Ward has been here. This is his fifth time. Um, can I just ask you, Andrew, you're not tired of us yet? Are you kidding? No, not with the quality of humans that you bring on the show time right. and time again. Uh, this is an absolute pleasure. I mean, this is where else would I show up and get absolutely smashed in the middle of the day with brilliant conversation? <laughs> it is a little like a cocktail party, right? That's how I always describe happy hour. Yeah. Um, well, welcome back again. We are always delighted to have you. I think we just have got to start with your new venture. I think we would be remiss if we didn't just open up. Tell us. Well, at that exact moment, the, the miracle, the wonder, the proof of God's love, the miracle of evolution that is Hugo Montero just gave me you know, a, a margarita the size of you know, a small child's torso. And I'm ready to tell you everything you'd like to know about Ladies the and gentlemen, WPCC. Hugo Montero, the owner of Casa Borrega, which is where we are taping, where we always tape, the home of happy hour. Thanks, Hugo. And obviously a fantastic bartender. So when this place opens up, 
It's going to be slammed. All right, tell us more. So here's the basic situation. Right now in the current job market in New Orleans, over 50% of the people are employed in some capacity or another in the service industry. And of them, over half of them are in tourism industry. Mm -hmm. So once upon a time, New Orleans started as a port and it employed a huge portion of society. Now it's all in tourism. Now it's the people in the restaurants, the waiters, the concierges, the bartenders, and the cab drivers, and of course the tour guides. And among all these people, what we find is that in any service industry, people are transient, they're unorganized, they don't have health insurance, they tend to not be homeowners. And the simple fact of the matter is, right now, we need a living wage. And the workers of New Orleans should unite and fight and tear down the slaughterhouse of our old lives. Let freedom really ring. Put fruit trees where our ashes are. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This is one hell of a margarita. (laughs) A very spirited description. Um, So so my question is, so these guys, your fellow guests, um, would they be, is this something that would appeal to somebody like these people? Are we talking so about we, people that we actually... We have an artist, uh, a visual artist, right? and we have a musical artist. Right. And the whole idea is that, the, you know, traditionally, um, you're on your own. You're yeah. out there, you're going to do whatever you want, you're going to fight, you're going to scrape tooth and nail, mm-hmm. and hopefully someone will buy your prints, someone will buy your album, someone will have you do their show. And uh, what, what we're doing right now is we're saying, all right, we're just going to get people together and say... Well, let's do some protectionist concepts for the city of New Orleans, where we will tax the hell out of Hilton and Hyatt and Sheraton, and we will take the money in order to subsidize the locals. So if you are a big band that comes from anywhere outside of Louisiana, we're going to tax you. And we're going to use that money to make it cheaper for the locals to see local artists. And if you're going to be a person who, is it going to be Coca-Cola or is it going to be Nola-Cola? How do you make it cheaper? How does that make it cheaper for locals to see local artists? You tax the big guys from outside the state. You say it's going to cost $50 for a ticket to see somebody from somewhere else. Don't we already have a giant tax on on entertainment? It needs to be more, more. (laughs) And the idea is that we tax the outside. Don't focus just on entertainment. Focus on hospitality as well. So if we're we're taxing the hell out of these hotel rooms Mm -hmm. and we're taking the money and we go right over and we say, all right, now look, you have a little bed and breakfast. You only have three rooms. We're going to pay you money the owner of the hotel, so that people from out of town can come in here and actually leave foreign capital in the city paying uh, you know, l- less money. It'll be you know, $500 for one night at the Hilton, but it'll be $98 at a bed and breakfast owned by local New Orleanians. And how would that help somebody like these guys, like, like Jill and, and Nesby? How, does, how would they benefit other than maybe more people coming to clubs where you might be DJing or where you might be playing your- where, where do you play right now where's where's your general gig oh I just wrapped up at the uh, DJing at the W at Whiskey Blue Ooh. yeah it's been about now the weeks. W would get taxed right. under Andrew's plan okay. the W would get taxed would that make them less likely to hire you uh I don't see why it would being that they wouldn't have any entertainment in there if they didn't know bye bye if you if you lay your game down strong enough <laughs> yeah. yeah provided you do do that uh, I guess you could kind of force their hand because after all they thrive off of what's 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 here locally this exactly. is what, they didn't come in for the W they came in for exactly the you I couldn't have said it better myself oh. exactly right, right. <laughs> all right so how about Jill how does Jill benefit yeah. under your plan how do I benefit how do, it's all about me it's all about well okay let's start with the beginning you're from Kansas yes, yes. where in Kansas uh, Topeka why'd you leave uh, it's Topeka Kansas <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Topeka no Kansas more. I've never tried crystal meth you know I, I don't know <laughs> one word Westboro 
Escapees lately. Sorry, Topeka. Right. That's amazing. No. Topeka is what Baton Rouge is to New, uh, New Orleans. Now, didn't oh. their didn't their heir apparent just escape uh, the granddaughter of the founder? I think so. Yeah, yeah she's like she's loose I'm now. I'm pretty sure he's dead anyway. Oh, you think so? He just think propped just, up yeah. like a cyborg. <laughs> yeah. Do they really Weekend want anybody protesting his funeral? Right. So anyway, all right. So you're from Topeka, and you came here for obvious reasons. And how would being would joining with the workers of the world or the workers of New Orleans, how would that benefit Jill, Andrew? Well, okay, so the reason why I went back to your past is because mm-hmm. I want to know what brought you here and mm-hmm. what it was that you were looking for initially. So mm-hmm. there's a scene already. There's already a lot of artists. There's already a lot of art. People, um, but it's interesting that you, you play at the W, I think, uh, the corporate, uh, mm-hmm. the beast. Um, here, what would happen is, A, locals would simply have more money in right. order to work with. So you'd be able to spend more time focusing on art rather than scraping up uh, in other places right. like all of us have to do. How would, what directly would happen? How would Jill get the money? That's what I want to know, right? Don't you want to know that, Jill? How would Jill get this Here's the deal. You're right. a local. You, I mean, I, I mean you're, how long have you been here? Uh, five years. Five years, and you got the you got the ink on your shoulder yeah, to prove it. I actually love it. that. When people do that, I love that. Beautiful Thank Nolan that tattoo. That says a lot about this place. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So people would um, any uh, corporate owned structure, any foreign owned structure, uh, would have to support local artists. Right. So anybody else that wanted to come in, uh, we would request them to pay ten times as much. Right. More than they had their choices, we can have a local artists, which will cost 10 times less, or will be charged 10 times as much to bring in someone from the outside. So we're obviously going to support the local economy. We're going to support the local artists, the local musicians, the local everything, local food producers. And um, I think it's it's, it's just a matter of time before we do this, but the only thing holding us back is we're unorganized, is that all of us need to get together and say, uh, it's, it's enough. It's it's enough. No more. We don't we don't want any more of uh, of, of the foreign excuse me not foreign outside corporations dominating our lives. Time for a living wage. Right. So what would happen if that bed and uh, breakfast just grew exponentially? And as long as they're locally owned. So here's one of the first things so we like do. Rouses. We go up to we go up to Mister. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as they keep their headquarters here, then okay. they're allowed to do so because they're getting taxed right. and the money is going straight back into our economy. But right now, only eleven cents on every tourist dollar actually stays in New Orleans. Whoa. Yeah. That's not tight. That's horrible. Yeah. Where's that figure from? How do you uh, my own doctoral research. Got it. All right. All right. All right. Well, we'll just have to trust you then. Yes, right? actually, the <laughs> workers of the world, listen to me. <laughs> Believe this. Uh, this is getting dangerous. I'm worried about an insurrection here. Now, what do you guys think? Would you sign up? Would you do it? Or you, you need some more information? What, how can we- I need more information, but the intent sounds on, right. It sounds on. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't gig as much locally as most musicians do. I, I really am on the road. I just live locally. But I, being home a lot recently, I've been seeing this. This is the first time this concern mm-hmm. has been brought up. But this is one of the first times I've seen any type of solution for it. So it definitely it requires a whole lot of uh, dialogue to really get down to, Absolutely. to the nuts and bolts of it to, to make sure it's efficient. And but his intent is, is great from initially uh, hearing it. All right. Now, if, if, if it actually happened that something worked and you guys got more money, um, to stay local, would uh-huh. you? Would that? Would you still want to travel? Would you still want to perform? You great question. Great question. You have to export. You got to right. Yeah. Right. You can't just bring the whole world here. Right. You got to go away to kind of. As long as you're based here. Then. Yeah. As yeah. long as you're based here, and that's key. 
that's key. You know, even when you go out, it's good to say that I'm based there. I'm, mm-hmm. I know. was going to ask you guys mm-hmm. that. That would take away from it being an export. You still yeah. find that New Orleans still has a lot of cachet when you're traveling other places, Joe? Oh, yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so people, people love the idea the of a New Orleans. The changes when I open my mouth out of town. Really? I noticed that. I didn't start traveling until 2009, roughly. And when I what I saw, my presence added to the room without effort i was blown back by it i mean there's nothing like this what ever. do people say uh for one they, they shut up and listen you know and that's hard to do in a room full of screaming people but <laughs> if i just come in there everybody's it's like, hard to do at this table are you kidding <laughs> you know what i'm saying if i just want you know people just hear my dialect and then once they i know? once i talk mm-hmm. you know and i mean it's one thing to hear how i talk but then when you hear what i'm saying that's like a, a third dimension to it, and they respond to it. I, everywhere I've been, I, I did a 50-city tour. I've been in... Uh, 50 cities? Yeah, and I, I've, I've done uh, British Columbia. I've done uh, Quebec over in, in Toronto and Very stuff. Very cool. And, I mean, everywhere I've went on the map, you know, I went clockwise around the country, and the response has, has, has been overwhelming yeah. everywhere, you know. So the potency is still here, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's a good, good old pot to be still stirring in. And Joel, what about you as a transplant? Or do you find that people respond to the fact that you've actually moved here from somewhere else? And you moved here after the flood, right? Yeah. I've you came you came volunteer. down to volunteer. Tell mm-hmm. us about that. What were you doing? Um, I worked with Common Ground. Oh. I'm halfway there. <laughs> well, those, I mean, those are anarchists and Black Panthers. Mutual aid. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I came down in 2007 um, to volunteer with Common Ground and then came back in 2008 and decided that this is just where I needed to be. And before that, I mean, honestly, um, I had visited New Orleans a couple times when I was like 16, but I had never thought of it as a place to live. But just the people, it was really, I mean, it was really just the people. It wasn't even like a scene or like any kind of artistic inclination. It was just the people. And has it changed your art at all? Yeah. Yeah, you were gonna ask that too? Yeah, yeah, have have Um, you found that to be the case? amazing place to be a photographer i mean really you can't right. you can't beat it it's whether you're doing photojournalism or you know just pretty pictures you can't beat new orleans it's so really topeka yeah. new orleans china how'd that happen uh china happened because of school it was a photo documentary trip so nice project yeah that sounds great right? yeah I think we were the only only people to ever get to go wow <laughs> and where were you in school uh, University of Kansas. Mm-hmm. Oh, you sighed when you said that. Yeah. But they, what a great experience, though. They sent you to China. Come no, it was on. good. It was good. It was good. It's all good. All right. All right. Well, hey, are we ready for some music? I would yes. love to hear yes, what Nesby's been up to. Man. So, all right, you ready? Let's. Um, you say you pulled off floor. We, let's do Beast Mode. Let's start off. With Beast what Mode. is this? This song is called Beast Mode. Uh, it's something I produced for a guy named Pascai. He's a local artist that's making his way in the hip hop world. Um, we don't, we went over to Rod Smooth, a legendary DJ from Cycle Ward down here. We went to his studio. Uh, we just went in and, and done this song. I did the, the the beat, excuse me, the beat, the hook, and the first verse on it. So I share it with Pascal. But it's a, a very pleasant composition. Uh, and, and if you listen to the hook, it really kind of preaches my protocol, which oh, is, which is right. uh, you know, the Johnny Appleseed way of life. You put something in the ground, and you take care of it, and watch it grow. Awesome. You know? All right, let's hear it. I'm saying it's, it's really not as complicated as you're making it out to be. It's not. It's I mean, the, the hard part is realizing just how, how simple it is. You see, as long as there's an apple tree, then there's always going to be apple pie. So there's no need 
to X Y. Okay. We just wake up. Fils. Uh, yeah, just yeah. Weird. She said I had an add a hello, followed by your hurry body curving like a cello. She take night classes and walk classes, but talk ghetto. And pulled down a button when I asked her to let her hello. Puffin' palmetto, she bout getting on that level. Told me if I pumped the bass, well, she would turn up the treble. Now I turn off the light sheet, I must be something special. We even christened a new position, girl, God bless you. Call me Prince Charming, a simple touch of the hem of my garment is enough motivation to make a one wake in the morning. Man, even when I'm off, I'm on them. That summer breeze, I'm in cannons, fall to their knees like autumn. True indeed, she blew a kiss on some vibe as I backed out the driveway. I reminisce on that ass as I I smash down the highway Getting paper like every day is a Friday No matter who or what I'm doing I'm doing it my way Fifth sunshine Breeze blow Seeds planted Trees grow Fruit bed Then we eat more Chilling with my beauty I'm in beast mode Beast mode Beast mode Beast mode I'm in beast mode Beast mode I'm in beast mode Spangled banner, pleasure leashes to my presence. The beginning and the end, so my deck gon' be the essence. Through my scriptures on these beats, I'ma live forever. Through girls that's 19, relive my adolescence. Bitches I thought was cold, not saying I'm the coldest nigga. Go figure like mathematics. Why my flow tight, but I'm fat and asthmatic. Love a slim chick, but I'm still an asthmatic. Vibe a center, but I'm fish bowling, no tent. Roll hard, but I'm focused, no shit. To make a penny it costs more than one cent so i need a quarter billy just for me to feel rich met a fast scratch that i'm rolling with the world's finest chocolate body bear bip the vote poison poison the great michael standing in his jordans take 16 balls and call me in the morning sunshine breeze blow seeds planted trees grow fruit bed then we eat more Chillin' with my beauty, I'm in beast mode, beast mode, beast mode, beast mode, I'm in beast mode, beast mode, I'm in beast mode, beast mode, I'm in beast mode. someplace soon <clears throat> uh none of my dates are definite i will be leaving soon but i don't have the date locked in mm -hmm. I, i'm based at home i'm live uptown I, you know, yeah. I, I don't never have to leave my neighborhood school park grocery store really yeah mm -hmm. i'll be on my bike that's why i came back home that's I was, great i was in atlanta after the hurricane and it was just too spacey mm. and, and too not concrete not enough to justify the space you we know? got yeah. a walkable <laughs> city here now it's yeah. great yeah, yeah. It's, and it's a bikeable city awesome. at last. oh man sure. what uh, you talk about a blessing oh man to ride a bike clean cross town and, and if the city's yeah. flat yeah I, exactly. mean, yeah. <laughs> I never rode a bike before I came to New Orleans. You know what oh, I'm yeah. no, I live on Poland yeah. Avenue, yeah. and I, I oh, live yeah. here. Did you hear that liver? They say it's shrieking, actually, from <laughs> my liver. Uh, and <clears throat> I work at Tulane, and I go back and forth on my bike wow. and, uh, it ain't about nothing, all the time. It's nothing. It's, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. And this you know? has happened in, what, the last five years? Oh, yeah, maybe less. really, maybe. And now maybe there's actually bike enough. lanes. There yeah. are bike It's so absurd. You know, it's just like two pieces of white paint on the road, but I feel like it's an invisible barrier. Oh, but it is. That is protecting me. 
I've man. seen it in my neighborhood. It's going up, and it is everybody's complaining about it, but it's making no difference in traffic. Traffic is still as smooth yeah. as mm -hmm. before. And it does protect the bikers. I think it's awesome. And that's it. another thing. I say that we take 10,000 cars off the road and make everybody ride bicycles. Oh, and okay. give them tax incentives, tax breaks to do so. And provide bicycles like they do in Holland and in Switzerland and in Sweden and in Denmark and in Norway. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we have a huge problem with type 2 diabetes and childhood obesity and yep. all kinds of other yep. stuff. If we had people yep. actually biking to yep. work, if we had people, I mean, the, the city's sinking. The roads are crap. The potholes are miserable. Yeah. If we took 10,000 cars off the road, the economy would be better, the environment would be better, and we would be healthier. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen? Now Amen. I need to know what beast mode is. Beast <laughs> mode? Beast mode, you know, in, 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 uh, in hip-hop, uh, or just urban lingo, is very abstract. And to, to be in beast mode is, uh, is to be uh, at the top of the food chain of what you do, mm. no matter what it is. So me being in beast mode as a businessman, as an artist, in the bedroom, you know. <laughs> oh, that's why I, yeah. the I drink to all three. Yeah, you know, <laughs> chilling with my beauty. I'm in beast mode. I play mm. on beauty and the beast, you mm -hmm. know. So to be in beast mode is, is really just to be a, a, on the top of your game, mm -hmm. you know. That's all. That's, That's all nice. Good. I think we should all. Here's to beast mode. Here's yeah, the beast here's mode. Beast mode. <laughs> and, and going with your cause, you need to remain in beast mode with what you trying to do. I don't think do. that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he definitely got a tenacious one over here for us. Well, I'm curious. You said something about, I mean, the, the idea of, it's very interesting and extremely important that you pointed out beast mode as a businessman mm -hmm. and as an artist. Yeah. At what point in time, I mean, you guys are functioning yeah. professional artists. At right. what point in time do you say, I mean, like, uh, well, Paul McCartney was really famous for being a good businessman, right? Mm -hmm. And the whole idea that the way he promoted his music was right. really quite brilliant. How do you do that? How do you hone those skills? How do you, did you start? business side or was it a natural propensity uh, Jill was it the same thing with you did you just say okay I guess I'm gonna have to learn how to I market myself oh I just I'm fascinated by the amount of confidence it takes like confidence. yeah just don't even second guess yourself Ooh, anymore what? this is my urinal what pay for it right. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. I was told uh, if y'all familiar with Master P uh, sure. I was living in Baton Rouge in my college days in Master P's prime and he had the five guys producers i met one of them wife in the barbershop i was working at i'm a barber by trade i've been cutting hair since i was 13 and one thing she told me that stuck with me till this day was don't be afraid to set your price like she's yeah. talking about that confidence is yeah. one thing to say what you charge it's another thing to say it with confidence and look people in yeah. the eye when you say it and i'm worth that much yeah you yeah. will pay and me and if you, you don't it, you don't establish your value nobody yeah. else will because everybody wants a deal you know, no, regardless of who you are, if your mama's selling it, you're going to try to get a deal from your mama. That's just the American way. There's plenty of people you know. out there with questionable talent. Yeah. Just have the confidence. You have to sell the it. confidence. <laughs> and that's a skill set within that's itself. very true. That's a skill set within itself now. Yeah. You know? right. Well, Jill, with the, the kind of work that you do, you're a visual artist, among other things. Yeah. Do you find that you, you're constantly having to battle those people that think that you just do this for fun and they want you to decorate their living room? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You the know what I would love I for my living room? Do you room. design websites? Oh, uh, really? Yeah? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> say it again, say it louder, and say no. it with confidence. <laughs> and did you design yours? Because your website oh, is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I plan to take in the 2000s soon. Right. And what is your what is your website? It's jillensley.com. Yeah, and I'm in the same boat. I, I, yeah, it's pretty good. I have my own website. I actually wind up doing everything myself because of the lack of yeah. someone else stepping in to do it. And I, for one, I didn't have the capital to pay everyone mm. to fill all positions. 
So that's know. what Kickstarter's for. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, before <laughs> I was doing it before <laughs> Kickstarter, so I started kicking on my own. You know, what do you guys think about Kickstarter now? Movie stars, like real, yes. like famous movie stars, Zach they're using Brown. Kickstarter now. Uh-huh. I think that's not fair. <laughs> Why not? Because they've got enough. I mean, they don't have enough money for the projects that they want to fund. But that's, I feel like Kickstarter is for people that aren't that that have like like, nothing. You sound like a wussy. This is the confidence you have to exactly. have, especially yeah. being an indi- uh, independent. Yeah. Uh, the good like thing about technology problem. is it made the playing field level, yeah. right? And in doing so, that's pros and cons to everything. In making that playing field level, your big guys have the same access to what you little guys have, yeah. which is if you're an overconfident little guy, that's what you wanted. You I want I want I wanted to get on that level. Now we're on the same level. You big person up there doing what it is what oh, you do. Yeah. You're on my level you. now. Yeah. So that's maybe it's got. not even that's confidence. Great. It's just passion. Like yeah, if, definitely. If someone who's a celebrity who has a passionate yeah. project yeah, and they want to get it made, and you're competing against that celebrity, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. Exactly. And it's you, okay, as the though. donor, get Fair. to choose. Right. You're no longer completely suckered into whatever the academy Ferris wants. Ferris for park ball. Okay. That's fair. Ferris for park ball. Leave fair and <laughs> but that's interesting, though. But it does actually, it does seem fair to me. It seems like the donor may be more likely to support the little guy if the if uh, the project yeah. is good. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's that that is true. Artistic democracy is that the the people can choose. Well, I don't want um, Alec Trebek to do something right. outside of Jeopardy. Right. I don't want to see him skipping exactly. through the tulips playing a ukulele or I maybe do. I, do. I do and you know and so Jill will pay <laughs> I will back that Jill will back it I will not and everybody you know they go right. on their merry way it, it democratizes the uh, because before there was there was a, a select bit of capital that could only be distributed right. through a certain number right. of people to certain yeah. like the record companies yes. and now suddenly it's been completely it's been given dude the palace of Versailles has been stormed the masses have taken over here we go we have this shit <laughs> right. this is ours and Kickstarter is a great example I mean I, if, they, if, they, if the rich people want to go in there and ask for money we don't have to give it to them that's the difference right. Right. Yeah. now people they're choice. asking right. for it people choice the good thing about all of this technology and, and everything it, it it all boils down to your will to get your art out whatever it it's is true. you know before people have all the will in the world and they just didn't have the opportunity yeah now the opportunities are laying right there in front of you. you just got to pick up the tool and get the hammer well your uh, and the sickle Oh. <laughs> Got it in there. Well, Nesby, your your music is all about technology, right? So you kind of, I guess that's part of what you do. That's part. You have to know it in order to make the kind of music that you make. Yeah. Well, the uh, when I got into music, it, it was I, I dealt with a lot of outboard equipment. Uh, I wasn't connected to anything, quote unquote. I guess y'all can't see me quote. But uh, and once we moved into this internet world and everything, jumping on a computer. I wind up seeing that I could cut my overhead down on everything that I did by using the computer, not only to make my music, but to get my music out to the world. Because if to sell CDs, mm. you would have to manufacture CDs. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and once, once you sold one, you had to go get another one, right? When I you know, sell a digital download, there's, there's, it's almost infinite. You know, yeah. it is with sure, no manufacturing yeah. costs right. whatsoever. And where do we get those? What is your website? Nesbyphips.com. N e s b y p h i p s. I built that site, been managing it for the last four or five years, and there's also zero zero one seven th dot com. That's 0017. 0017.com and that's uh, the label I'm running right now with my cousin. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's where you can get that music from. And, and you know, technology has catapulted me into 
a career, basically. Like right. I use technology to my advantage. Right, you know? right. Jill, are you, you're, you can, I guess you're kind of a combination, right? You yeah. are old school. Yeah, I go back some and forth. Sometimes yeah. I really just really hate technology. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a love-hate thing. It's yeah. a love, I'm, a, I'm a purist but, myself. Uh, so I, feel I use you. it every day. And so Yeah. It's the way of the world. There are good points to it. So. Right. Yeah. When do you feel in beast mode about technology? In beast mode. <laughs> <laughs> beast mode. Twitter. Yeah. It's like Twitter. How much yeah. I hate Twitter. You hate yeah. Twitter. We're talking about love it before the show. Even though yeah. I tweet, whatever. See, love hate thing. Yep. yep. No, I just I think it's the downfall of our society. <laughs> Short attention spans, and you can't read it, and it's just mm -hmm. like deciphering this new code. It's definitely anti-literacy. Yeah. Know, everything is 140. You know, yeah. I've got to say, I, I can't fit it under 140. I read some of the cleverest things I've ever seen yeah. on Twitter. I mean, some really funny stuff. Just yeah. Like yeah. I feel like if you're good at it, then you yeah. should. It's a tool. Yeah. Again, every all of these things are tools, and most yeah. people like want to live. the path of least resistance, and yeah. they take it as a way of being. Yeah, people become they live on it. Like some, mm -hmm. a lot of people just don't go out because their living experience is happening in the palm of their hand. Right. Oh, yeah. well, I guess like anything, the, the more you use it, the better you get at it, unless you just don't have that facility with words. But I've seen some really funny stuff. Yeah, I mean that's going to be there, and there's yeah. also some obnoxious stuff. Oh, yeah, you know, disrespectful stuff. stuff sure. You know, sure. some. Yeah, there's a lot of disrespectful stuff all mm -hmm. over this this giant community that seems mm -hmm. so small sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Really seems like you're in the privacy of your own home. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. It shows. It shows a lot in whatever it is you're trying to figure out. Just about yourself. If you just go back and read all the things you said, depending on how long you've actually been on this, you mm -hmm. can just go down and see where your train of thought, where your mind is, what yeah. you're projecting out to the world. Just for from a self check standpoint, and then from somebody who's going on there to look at something else or someone else you could get a quick rundown of what's happening with that person what they're into how they're operating what what kind of energy they're pushing out just like all right there in front of your face so it's like a condensed version of the world a, a, a very cool filtration again if you're thinking like that now if you're just going on there to get as it your source of entertainment if you're replacing your cox cable bill with twitter you know it's a whole different thing for you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? but you could totally replace your cox cable bill with Online stuff. I mean, you don't have to have cable. You can't. Like twelve thousand dollars worth did. of cocaine for my Cox cable bill at this point. I mean, yeah, Jesus I did. Christ. I did. All I get is internet. Yeah. Does anybody yeah. else? Do, is anybody on cable, cable anymore? No. no does I anybody just, have a landline anymore? I mean, yeah. No, no. God no. And is there is somebody else besides Cox for internet in the city? AT and T. AT and T. Yeah. 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 And how, are they any good? I I prefer Cox. Yeah. AT and T kind of sucks. I mean, it's, it's all a cost, and, and, yeah. and depending on, again, use it as a tool and, you know, make sure you're making enough money off of it because it's a cost. <laughs> hey, Andrew, we've got, you have asked for everybody's website. What's yours? <coughs> I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Go to www.wahida.com. Yeah. Excuse me, .org, mother of oh. God. It's an right, organization. Right. Com, com is not com. Communist, no. Socialist, Commerce. yes. Wahida.com. <laughs> 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 Wahida.org. I hate you. <laughs> Wahida.org. Wahida is the Urdu word and the Arabic word for unity. Mm. Ah, so the, right. the whole thing that we're doing with there is folk and gospel songs sung in Urdu, uh, the national language of Pakistan, and in Hindi. And so we just, <laughs> I have this amazing gig coming up at the, <laughs> the end of June. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. All right. It's, I'm so excited about it. Take a deep breath. Yeah, I can tell. All right, let's hear it. So it's going to be in New York. 
Wow. And it's a wedding. Wow. And it's uh, it's a $2 million wedding. Wow. And so I'm doing the part that's called the Bharat, and that is the procession. It's sort of like a second line, only happens before the wedding. It's the groom rides on a white horse oh, okay. through wow. the street to no meet way. the family of the bride. What street? Uh, I can't tell you. Oh, no. <laughs> when, when, when is it? June 22nd. Oh, and wow. it's going to be epic. Yeah. So oh as we're planning it out, the whole family is here. And this is like a, one of those McMansions in Kenner. And they're all like, okay, so maybe after that you can do this. And you will bring more than like 25 other people behind you. All with your, what is the thing? And he said, what I Ah, yes, the trombone. And so everybody said, well, we are a 21-piece no brass band. Oh, my gosh. With the pole, the North Indian yeah. drum, and the and the, uh, the djembe, and wow. all these people playing different things. So we're going to process through the street. And as people are talking about so I'm going to be singing when the saints go marching in. You are my sunshine oh, down by the great. riverside in nice. Hindi and then some Bollywood show tunes. And uh, at the end of it, they're like, yeah, but it's weird. Should we put him in front of the guy on the horse or behind the guy? And how he's going to get there? And like, no one's going to see him. He's just going to be in the street with no microphone. The uncle of the bride is sitting quietly on a couch the entire time. He's a little pudgy, furry eared South Indian man. And he kind of looks over and he goes, well, when I got married, we had a man ride on an elephant behind oh, me. Oh, no, you're not. With the sound system. Maybe you could uh, ride an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> you are going to ride an elephant, I said, motherfucker, if I'm on a goddamn elephant riding through the streets of New York City, singing Bollywood, I can die. Yep. That's, that's it. That's it. Happy. Screw the workers of New Orleans, okay? Yeah. I'm like riding that elephant up to heaven and being reincarnated yeah. as the Dalai Lama, oh, the 15th. Yeah. Oh, that it. sounds great. So, I want to crash that. Can, yeah, Jill, right? let's crash it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's that guaranteed like an awesome that the wedding. wedding is happening. The elephant is still questionable. You just whisper to me where it is. You don't have to tell the world. Just whisper <laughs> to me, and Jill and I will make that trip. Brilliant. That sounds Brilliant. awesome. Yeah. That sounds great. So that's beast mode. That's beast, that's beast <laughs> mode. So you guys have your... Whoa. <laughs> Are we good? <laughs> so, uh, Nesby, you're leaving town. Do we know when? Andrew's uh, leaving in June. When are you going? So roughly at the top of the summer. Uh, so so June-ish. June-ish. June-ish, yeah. And Joel, are you planning any trips? You leaving anytime soon? <laughs> oh yes, I am going back to Kansas to be a bridesmaid. Oh, oh. another one. Do wedding. you want an I elephant? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Do you want a brass band? Awesome. Uh-huh. I would love that sounds to great. Have a brass band. So, Is it an weddings? Indian wedding by any chance? No. Just are they all sort of corn fed? It's strictly old Kansas wedding. Aryan Nation mm. poster children <laughs> kind of deal. <laughs> no brass bands. No brass bands. Oh, no rap. No. Oh, I've got my periwinkle bridesmaid dress oh, all no. ready to go. Is it one of these weddings where every, like, it's been the trend over the past several years that bridesmaids wear, like, maybe different dresses in the same sort of color scheme? Yeah, or are all dress. the same dress. How long have you known this person? Since I was at least six or seven. Oh, so it's yeah, only no, been, it's like, a, 12 years. a long time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's so, keep that going. <laughs> definitely. You got something you got to do. Was she nice about the dress, or is oh, it yeah, something no. you're never going to wear again? Do you like uh, the guy? Yeah. No. You're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> 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 all right. All um, is good. All is good? It's going to be an right. amazing wedding. It's going to be fun. <laughs> all right. There you go. There you go. Any, uh, any romantic interests that might be there? Oh, no. no. <laughs> I knew that was going to come up. I know, right? <laughs> That's what I always want to know about I knew weddings. I was going to come I've up. been going to weddings for 100 years. I've never gotten any yeah. action at a wedding. Yeah. Never? Never. Oh, my God. Stop it. Not even <laughs> Do you play weddings ever? No. 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 I pl- I'm playing one as the best man this oh, uh, in June, June nice. 7th. June 7th. You're yeah. working on your toast? Uh, yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. I am. It's gonna be easy it's though. It's my homeboy. Yeah, I'm the best man. It's gonna People be easy. People ever ask you to do oh, wedding? 
Uh, yeah, I turn them down. Yeah, that's yeah. not my cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, that's a different People format. I get the photograph. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I've done a few. That's got to be bread not, and butter, though. Not I mean, my favorite that, thing to well, do. I'm sure you don't like it, but it's got to be lucrative. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you if can't I have any fun I wanted to pay the bills that yeah. much, I would do it. Right. Yeah. It's not your friends, though, is it? Is it, is it your friends that ask you to yeah, do it? Yeah, sometimes. That's no fun. For yeah. free? That's hard to do. Oh, we to work for you. Friend price, yeah. Friend price is full price. That's all there is to it. That's right. Confidence. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I perform weddings. It's one of the, my side gigs. Oh, I've, really? I just did my you 60... Officiate? I do. I just did my 63rd wedding. Wow. And do you do them in... Er- 63 weddings? Yeah. Jeez. Max, the divorce rate on that? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, that's a good question. That's a very good 60%. question. Right. Do you know? You should do that. I, I, know, I know that two have fallen apart. You should promote that. Your that, divorce rate right. is very low. That's, very, that's like middle school. Yeah, that's, that's like, like a good luck charm. Much better than the national average. That's a good luck charm. Right. But Get here's the guy. thing. Here's the thing. Those two were the same woman. <laughs> oh, I performed no, two of her weddings. She divorced both of those men. That's, that's, that's good for you, though, that's man, a, if that's the so only one. Besides her, she's yeah. the outlier. Yeah. But beyond that's, Come that's on, a man. great story. Man. That's funny. I couldn't make this shit up. That's yeah. really insane. Do you have you ever performed a wedding in Urdu? Uh, yes. How yes. Many? Um, How many is that? Only one. Only Just one. one. But Why? my my favorite ones are the uh, are the same sex weddings. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. interfaith weddings, intercultural weddings, and all the rest. But so they asked me to do these two lovely ladies from Savannah. Of course, it's not legal in Louisiana for same sex weddings. Uh, but it is in Delaware now. The 11th state just said yep. okay. And it's even okay in France. Who would have yeah, thought France right? would be Delaware? But at any rate, so we're on the steps of St. Louis Cathedral. There were 20 people in the bridal party and, and, the, and the other bride's party. And uh, all, all together. And so I'm doing the wedding. By the end of the ceremony, which is no more than 12 minutes, there are over 200 people all gathered around. They're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This right. is actually if those are girls. Those are both girls. <laughs> and uh, when it gets to the end, I say, now if anyone could show just and lawful cause why oh, these two should yeah. not be legally wed... Let him go fuck himself. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. crowd goes wild. <laughs> and there was, you know, I tell you, those lesbians knew how to party. I mean, yeah. There was like a river of champagne. So yeah. you didn't actually have access to the cathedral itself. No, it was on obviously, the steps right. It, yeah. Just on the steps. And they can't keep you from doing it. They that. can't do it. Fortune right. tellers, tarot card readers, and artists. And you know? <laughs> gay partners. And gay partners. Why not? Why not? Why not? Actually, gay wives, right? I mean, it, it was. Obviously not not legal in Louisiana, but right. you ordained. are ordained, yes. correct? So it's legal or it's it's spiritually valid. In the eyes of the Church of Celebrationism, it is completely one hundred percent and totally yeah, man, wrong <laughs> totally. Straight. How long have you been ordained? Uh, Two thousand two. Yeah, oh, so you years, know what you're doing. Right. And you, st- when was your first wedding? Uh, oh God, uh, probably about eight nine years ago. And. I'm going to call it one divorce, okay? So <laughs> one divorce in eight or nine years, that's just, that's got to be, not that's bad. a Six or three weeks. You do need to promote that for sure. Uh, yeah. It's well, yeah, and it always, it's always just like anything else. You know, you do one wedding for total free for your friends. Yeah. There's somebody there in the bridal party who's like, well, when I get married, I want a personalized weirdo to come in and do my <laughs> ceremony for me. I'm like, I'm a personalized weirdo for hire. Whatever right. you want, sweetheart. So and by the way, single bridesmaids, hey? Uh-huh. That's part of the bargain. So <laughs> the, that's what the business card says. <laughs> Negotiable. Is it it tacky to ask what a wedding goes for these days, or it totally depends? I mean, when I when I perform weddings for like starving artists, (laughs) like I'll say for some of your art. I will do a personalized wedding and bartering, uh, bartering is nice. great. I believe yeah. barter is the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with people who obviously have a bit of the chinks, then next thing you know, boom, it uh, it pays my rent for several months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Wow, you get some, you command that kind of fee. 
for you the can? people that I know can afford. It's a sliding scale. Sure, right. sure. All right, I'm looking at your arm, Nesby. What do we got there? Oh, all right. For starters, we have my little library of books. It's uh, maintain, maintain and balance. Nice. Balance. It's kind of my nice. creed and I live by. those are books. I see Those that. are books. Yeah. yeah. On the other side, this is the outline of an oak tree with the three monkeys, hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil, carved into it. This guy yeah. is covering his eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see yeah. that. Mouth and ears. You, nice. You can figure Did you out. design all these? Uh, I came up with the design. A guy, Israel Jones, uh, we went to school together. He uh, he did the tattoo. Hmm. Yeah. Andrew, any tats? Mm. No? Not that I can no. show on the radio. No. Me either. Not even one? Not even one. Not even like a little foxtail coming out of the mm. butt or something? No. <laughs> a little, oh little tribal goodness. tattoo on the small of your back? Wouldn't that be nice? I, think, I love that. No, I've never been brave enough. Right. Well, the night is young, sweetheart. What's <laughs> <laughs> <They're> Israel <laughs> Jones doing right now? Let's get my call. Uh, hey, I wanna, uh, go ahead. No, I was saying they're addictive. Uh, tattoos. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. How many are do you they? have? Yeah. Only the two, but I've got another one planned that I'm going to start this year. Yeah. Ooh, what's oh. it going to be? It is uh, actually a little take on the singing caterpillar. Mm-hmm. The singing caterpillar. Stinging caterpillar. Stinging our, caterpillar. Our good friend, the singing caterpillar. It's the season. Yeah. To, are the you going to have a stinging caterpillar? No, it's a it's a lady, but she's based off a singing caterpillar wow. because she's got the spines and. Nice. But they yeah. turn into these beautiful little buck moths, which I want to incorporate into the tattoo. So. Where nice. it, that sounds great. I like the whole juxtaposition of it turning from you know something that we all just. Despise. Right, right, yeah. To something adore. very beautiful. Nice. Yeah. I think that's contrast is awesome. everything. Yeah. yeah. When's it happening? Um, it's gonna be a year-long process because oh, wow. it's large. It's from oh, my whole back. Wow. So when I go hey. home, actually, Epic. I have a friend that is gonna do it. How do you count? Like, I mean, for example, they're kind of connected. Everything you got going over here is like right on top of itself. So how many tattoos would you say you have? Well, I got three. The four, three distinct, four, four, four distinct tattoos. Oh, yeah. there you go. Infinity sign. I share this with my wife. In, oh wait, uh, wait. Who is that? Infinity Show. Oh, that's beautiful. That's yeah. for your wife. What's your wife's name? Tori. Tori. Yeah. Nice name. Yeah. Pretty name. This is my first tattoo. It's just the world spinning on. Oh. <laughs> 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 you oh. raise that up higher. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, you know the world. Then you come down the land to the storybooks, and you know this is my ground, my foundation right here. How many years did that? What uh, this take? one? I uh, was pre-Katrina. This one was like '04. Uh, and that's this, the this one was like 2001 or two. And this one is this year. These yeah. two. So nice. All right. How about if we hear some music that we won't ever hear at weddings? More music Whoa. from Nesby Phipps. Yeah. 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 It's a great what idea. are we gonna play? Uh, one I, I recently did. Uh, this is Hot Off the Press, actually. With my uh, good friend Prospect engineer, uh, music producer, works right behind the D-Day Museum and Inner Reset Studios. It's been there since the 70s, used to be Pelican Record Studios. Uh, it's a song called Passive Casanova. Oh, it's hard to be a passive yes. Casanova. Passive All right, let's Casanova. hear it. All right, should I take notes? Uh, <laughs> Real frat boys. Just passing over. Forgive me for these ashes on your sofa. Excuse me for the gas from the stovers. But real bitches make lasagna from scratch. The same goes for biscuits. The same is for a minute. You throw down in that bed, but you lame in that kitchen. 
but never make a house a home. So I'm dipping. She said, baby, what kind of game is you kicking? Here's a better question. What you used to catch it? She said, give me a minute. I only got a second. Now you gon' need 59 more chances for you to come up with that answer. And that time I beat and find a cure for cancer. Yeah, I'm that awesome. You hate the smell of weed, that's awful. You ain't even hit the shit and you coughing. And yeah, I ride 93, but bitch, you walking. And plus, I keep it clean. It's the rebirth of Petey Green. But why you so mean? Fuck the world, don't ask me for shit. Unless you need a life for the spliff. And once you hit it twice, nigga, pass that shit. They say, you ain't gotta ask that shit, man. Fuck the world, don't ask me for shit. Unless you need a life for the spliff. And once you hit it twice, nigga, pass that shit. They say, you ain't gotta ask that shit, man. Somebody said that life is a bitch. And if she find like a herb, she gon' like this dick. Cause I'll be damned if I don't shoot my stick. Being on this is just what make a nigga rap like this. Man, we'll make these niggas act like this. Stunt all, cause they ain't never had no stacks like this. Corey Miller, show niggas how to make crack like this. Suiting and booted, double strap my shit. Cause you never know how rocket that that path might get. You will flip it if you always bet on black right here. Inventor of the double back right here. Yeah. Middle finger and the F, Fuck the world, don't ask me for shit. Unless you need a life for the spliff. And once you hit it twice, nigga, pass that shit. They say, you ain't gotta ask that shit, man. Fuck the world, don't ask me for shit. Unless you need a life for the spliff. And once you hit it twice, nigga, pass that shit. They say, you ain't gotta ask that shit, man. Awesome. Real bitches it. make lasagna from scratch. Yeah, that's a gold line right there. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that hook. That's great. Awesome. Yeah, I wrote that one from a performance standpoint. Oh yeah, yeah definitely know. performance. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm sorry I won't be hearing it at a wedding though. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. There'd be nothing left in the buffet. And for the record, the Workers' Party of the Crescent City acknowledges the need for legalizing marijuana. All right. Yeah, <laughs> for real. We've uh, happy hour hasn't exactly been on record as as supporting that, but we've had we've had some uh, conversations about Absolutely. legalizing marijuana. Why yeah, in the world sure. do you suppose it's still illegal? Snack food industry is all about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's just it just seems. I guess You're dangerous. You're familiar with the private prison system? Mm. The private prison oh, system? Yeah, yeah no, for yeah, sure. Okay, That's why, right? A lot more profitable. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah the private prison, we, we're all about that here in Louisiana, that right? definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We're we have like, a higher incarceration rate than Burma, North Korea, or Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's like one of the only things we're number one in besides. It's one of the things we're really, really <laughs> good. Oh, no, wait, New Orleans is number one for syphilis in America. Oh, oh wow. Syphilis was originally a sheep disease, by the way. My God. Just yeah. that out there. Seriously. Yeah. You know why Scotsmen wear kilts? So the sheep don't run away when they hear the zipper. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's going yeah. crazy. Me one one oh. bad joke that's here. Why, that's why but Grant that's isn't here. He's from yeah. New Zealand. Oh. You, know? You, know, <laughs> you know how Kiwis find their sheep in the tall grass? Satisfying. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gosh, wow, you just, you You're on are. A roll. Keep them coming, man. You're on a roll for sure. That boy crazy. All right. <laughs> 
Don't. Calm us down. Tell, tell us what you're up to. What do you? What's any projects in the work besides your tattoo? I was gonna tell my joke. I want to hear it. Let's do it. Please. What does a gay horse eat? Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. Anybody Terrible. else? Terrible. Come on. I'm nice. not that funny. I'm not that funny. <laughs> We're not even funny to anybody else, but everyone just loves to do, hey. (laughs) Because everybody gets it right, I didn't get it. Anybody else? Anybody else? Jokes? 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 No. You just want BC Allen? No jokes. No jokes? No jokes, yeah. No jokes. I don't. I, I know a lot of jokes, but I can't ever remember the punchlines. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm done. It doesn't get us anywhere. That's, uh, that's terrible. I can remember the first half of about 40 jokes. <laughs> oh, you know so what? Then we can. We should probably like improvise the second half. <laughs> if you can tell us any one of those. Oh, I know. Do I know. Right, let's do it. On, let's, let's do it. it. Let's do it. Okay. Um, what's the difference between a man and a woman? <laughs> Balls. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> Balls <laughs> of all the things. Balls. balls. What's the difference between a joke? <laughs> no. That's pretty funny. Yeah. All right, I'll do it. No. All right. So all right, I always get it wrong, but let me try. All right. So a woman, you tell a woman that her good friend might be gay, and she says, "Oh, do you think so?" You tell a man that her good female friend might be gay, and he goes, "Oh, do you think so?" But up, but up, Ladies and gentlemen, Grandpa. I like balls better. Okay, well, if you like them that much, you will not be getting married on the steps of St. Louis Cathedral to a woman from Savannah. Oh, bummer. All right, so no more jokes. I'm sorry, it just kills me. You know, in uh, so I spent two years in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, alcohol is totally illegal. Oh, right. Every Everything's oh, illegal, right? right. So one of the right. things that you'll see, this is completely bizarre. I mean, I was a little kid there. This is 25 years ago. Um, the people will come over and they'll be wearing, you know, the great elegant robes and they'll reach inside and from which they'll produce a lovely, you know, bottle of Chanel Number no. 5 from which they will prodigiously sip over the course of an evening. Right. And they'll have lovely perfumed breath, but the problem is, you know, they'll go fucking blind as a result of drinking this stuff. But that's that's all that's, that's available. That's a thing? That's the only alcohol that they can Not have. even mouthwash? Not even mouthwash. Oh, I mean, mouthwash, that's catching on with the kids. But it's not as classy to show up wearing your white robes and, like, pull out some... Not even, like, some cheap yeah. perfume, like some cheap. Jessica Simpson perfume, <laughs> but, like, Chanel number no. 5. Like. What is Je- Jessica Simpson perfume getting drunk? Is basically, like, drinking, what, PBR? <laughs> right. right? Yeah. I don't know if it's that hip. I really don't so know. We had a family that came in from another meth state, Iowa. They came in there and they were they were doing an English meth teaching students. program. And in the course of the evening, they came over to our house. Uh, you know, when they were for first being um, sort of accustomed to living in Saudi Arabia, in the middle of the evening, the police show up and they're like, "My God, we're so sorry. Your house has been burglarized." These freaking bandits rode in out of the desert. God is my witness. Threw a camel blanket over the broken glass on the top of their wall, like mm-hmm. you see in the French Quarter mm-hmm. all the time. Climb inside, steal the Betamax. It's the eighties, and then. Yeah, okay. They find over and they're like, oh my God, look at all this perfume. They rip out all the ads, you know, the smellers in the magazines, <laughs> crumble it up, chew on it. They're getting completely blasted off of Mr. Smith's aftershave and they're on their way out and they can't find the camel blanket. So they crawl up over the glass on the other side. One guy slits his throat, bleeds to death right there. The rest of them use his body to get out over the rest of, use him to get out on the other side of the wall. That's when they find herd of goats being led past them on the road. And that is where the police found them. In flagrante delicto with the goats. Can't even make that up. Mr. and Mrs. Smith were on the first plane back to Iowa. (laughs) Wow. So I I heard you say another meth state. You are implying (laughs) that our, our good friend Jill is from a meth state. Yeah. We've already Louisiana's noticed. not a meth state. Like you where, think about where, the drugs. What is the Midwest thing? What are the meth states? 
Nebraska, Missouri, Iowa. All the square states, well, pretty I much. Mean, that's more All Missouri than Kansas. Pretty much. All the square states. states. <laughs> I think you're right. All yeah. them right in the middle. Okay, so why do you suppose? Why Why is meth so appealing up there and it's not so big down you're here? You're asking the wrong girl. I think it's because of isolation. <laughs> yeah, nothing um, else to do. You know, you're not by the port, so you know, a, lot, a lot of drugs come through ports. Something you can make yourself. Yeah, and it's something you can make yourself. It could have been anything. God, I never thought of it. It could have been. It's really it, clear it and succinct. You're both right. Yeah, yeah. that makes perfect sense. Yeah, you about that lady yeah. that made it in Walmart. Right. What? Yeah. What? What? Because it only takes a few ingredients to make a really terrible <laughs> version of it. So but this she is made like it in, bad in Walmart. Where was this? Yeah. I don't know. You don't know? This wasn't at our Wally 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 Oh, world. I don't know. Probably not. Probably. She got caught. Obviously, it's she got caught. That's why you know about it. Huh. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, you can, like, make a bomb with that stuff, too, yeah. right? I mean, it's yeah. just so weird that you just take a few ingredients and you can, like... Chemistry, man. Right? Mm-hmm. I never make perfume, Coca-Cola, crystal meth, yeah. chemistry, man. Yeah. <laughs> chemistry and technology, that's what this show Sometimes is Sometimes you have about good today, chemistry huh? with goats. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right. So on that note, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a little afraid to say that it is time for us to uh, to part. Unfortunately, it's uh, time for me to thank all these fabulous guests. I'm 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 so delighted that I've been here with all of you guys, Nesby Phipps and Jill Ensley, and once again Andrew Ward. You guys, thank you so much. It's this been such yeah, a you. delight, and I hope you'll all come back again. Um, I do want to thank uh, Grant Morris who. I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, we'll be back next week. He helped produce the show along with Melinda Hawes, Trish Kaufman, and Anoush Karun. Our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Music director is Christian Unruh. Web designer and link to the real world is Dr. Cliff Brigden. Our theme was written and is being played right now by Mitch Foreman. The fabulous audio quality of this show is brought to you in part by PreSonus Audio Electronics. PreSonus makes some of the best audio recording and live sound products, including Studio One music production software. That's what I recorded Passive passive Casanova on. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. And they're based in Baton Rouge. An endorsement right here, live endorsement. They're based in Baton and I'm sorry, uh, live sound products, including Studio One music production software, Studio Live digital mixing consoles, Eris studio monitors, and much more. Visit www.presonus.com for more information. If you'd like to be on a show, and as Grant says, you can remain awake and alert for about an hour, visit us at itsneworleans at gmail.com. Send us an email and we'll hook you up. Check out our other happy hours and our other shows, Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live at Commander's Palace. Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajak True to the Game with Chris True and Tammy Nelson Win Win, our show about the New Orleans Vietnamese community with Steve Wynn and Shine Wynn <laughs> And Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Kanata Keep up with, keep up with us by liking It's New Orleans on Facebook You can follow us on Twitter and sign up for our mailing list at our website, itsneworleans.com If you're listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher, thanks for subscribing. And if you would, take a moment to rate us and review us, and that helps other people find us. We are recorded live at Casa Borrega, a brand-new bar, restaurant, and music venue in Central City, New Orleans, on Aretha Castle Haley Boulevard near Felicity Street. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting. FritzNewOrleans.com for Mitch Foreman on piano. I am Graham DePonte. See you next time on Happy Hour. Hey!